What's cracking, everybody, and welcome to episode 89 of the Good Cracking Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Arnell Pearson, alongside the five star man, the inevitable one, Devin Stanford. Yes, of course. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Sir. Yes, my, my welcome. good, my good great grandson. Good Cracking Show. <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. Devin, how are you today, baby? Oh, I woke up feeling a little bit like, wow! You know? <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, for sure. For sure. No, my, my, my legs just hurt, you know? just I'm getting out there, trying to be more physical and active, and I just jumped straight into skateboarding again, and I've been, you know, skating half pipes and doing rails and Probably shouldn't go straight into that, you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah, after, after not time. doing it for a decade, but you know, I haven't like hurt myself. My legs are just sore, but Oof. it's it's been good. It's good for me, you know. Builds average. character. Yeah, builds character. Builds you know character. I mean? <laughs> builds character. It does. I mean, like be, being sore, like definitely, definitely you know, does that to you. I mean, like it's. That. I, you know, I was I was like thinking about it. I was like, man. Uh, system of Down and Corin are touring again. A new Jackass movie just came out, and I started skateboarding again. It's like, it's like, man, next thing you know, I'm gonna be out in the parking lot doing whippets with some like random forty year old guy that just came out of the local bar. <laughs> kidding? <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> oh, oh wow, that was not where I thought you were going with that. But sure, <laughs> is that what you did at fifteen? <laughs> no, but but come on, we all knew people who were like that. That we're surrounded I mean, by all those things. I mean, sure. Yeah, we we do a lot look, of look, very look, troubled look. people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, you know, it's uh, what a time to be alive, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, very much so. I'm 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 uh, I'm tricking on my reflect design cup this morning. Oh, I still haven't used the cup, but it sits right here, right next. It does a very good job of keeping beverages warm and the reason i bring i bring that up is because uh zach the other day actually with his wife did a 10-year anniversary uh stream of for reflect design co um where they talked about the past 10 years of uh of being reflect design co um and it was pretty fun show i got a chance to kind of like watch it for a little bit i got really really busy that night so i couldn't watch the whole show mm. um, but it was very interesting seeing like hearing him talk a little bit about like like his history and like some of the, the, the companies and like groups and stuff that he's worked with. And, and he's, he's done a lot of shit, dude. In 10 years, he's, he's made some good, good stuff for himself. I'm like super, super stoked to say that we've had stuff created by him. Like I'm like thoroughly, yeah. like very happy about it, dude. Like he does yeah. really, and really great just, work. He did a wonderful job too. And especially with like all the, the mm-hmm. animations and stuff behind the, the work itself. It's just, incredible if 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 you are viewing us for the first time our layout and our look and everything is all due to zach silver over at uh reflect design co uh definitely go check them out if you're looking for some work or just want to admire some artwork yeah no 100 dude and he's and he's definitely he's definitely worth every bit of investment that we made with him mm-hmm. he, he does he does extravagant stuff he's a very very sweet guy very good guy to work with when it comes to this stuff too uh super creative we're gonna be actually we're booked up to work with him again here pretty soon uh for some of our uh media our media stuff here pretty soon it's gonna it's gonna be fun mm-hmm. it's gonna be fun but today we're not talking about zach devin today we're talking playstation going live gta 6 news ultimate 
movie betrayals, and much, much more because this is the Good Kraken Podcast. Your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you want to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. If you're riding this wave, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Show where you can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive post-show content, and have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea. Give it to me. Yeah, yeah, baby, let's go. But if you've been your pockets for the latest and greatest entertainment, that is totally fine. You can watch us record the show live right here at twitch.tv slash show. If you're watching live, you have a very important job. You can head on over to Fact Check in the official Good Kraken Discord channel where you can keep us humble and correct when we screw up information during the show. If you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. We would love for you to give that to us to help keep us pushing content out for all of you listening or watching at home. But you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. Review. Devon! No. We have some captain's orders, my friend. Actually, there's one good captain's order here. The rest of this month is going to be a little fucking weird, guys. So bear with us here, okay? Bear with us here. We had to flip our Wednesday night gameplay streams where either me or Devin uh, 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 had... <clears throat> we're kind of just taking turns back and forth week by week to uh to stream some some uh some more uh just random gameplay cl- cluttered content uh and the splash damage content. and splash damage are multiplayer uh gameplay streams uh we had to flip those each week for the rest of this month uh because we have lots of game releases in february mm-hmm. so in order for us to cover those and get that content to you guys as soon as possible we're basically just flipping splash damage in those gameplay streams so we will be covering uh next friday devin will be playing crossfire x and that'll be uh so that'll be devin solo stream for the month as we are dubbing seventh brevin Oh my god, I'm still so here Seventh for that. Brevin, what's Seventh up? Brevin, baby, let's fucking go. Uh, a couple Fridays after that, I will be streaming Horizon Forbidden West. And then that following Friday, we have another Seventh Brevin where he will be streaming Elden Ring. So we got all the bases covered on the bigger titles for you guys here. Um, we are talking currently to some some other like ordeals, but like for now, those are the big ones that we need to make sure that we keep you guys caught up on. So Mm -hmm. stay tuned for that. If you guys want fun gameplay of brand new games as, as they're rolling out, please come in, hang out with us for those. It's going to be a damn good time. Mm -hmm. Um, Devin, tell the people what we got next, my guy. Well, we got some little waves trickling (laughs) in for y'all. That's fucking All right. So, Here's some news stories that we really wanted to mention. Um, they weren't quite big enough for us to dive into fully, but we thought we'd mention these so all of you guys were aware. Yes, um, sir. Yes, <laughs> yes, sir. All right, what do we got, Evan? So, Supermassive seems to have at least six more dark picture anthology games planned. Whew. We just played the third one not too long ago, that uh, House of Ashes, this last October. Goddamn. Oh, God, this is good. It was God good. Damn. Way better than the first one we played. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Way better. Mm-hmm. 
yeah um the developer has trademarked six further titles in the franchise with the european 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 union. <laughs> it's you know european and union smacked together european you know? <laughs> <laughs> anyways the uh european god damn it <laughs> european <laughs> You're a pee pee. All right. So the franchise with the European Union Intellectual Property Office has spot as spotted by the Marmalade on Twitter. The six games trademarked all under the Dark Pictures Anthology brand are called Switchback, Directive 8020, The Craven Man, Intercession. Winterfold and Oh Death, dog. <laughs> yeah. I am so, so directive here for it, dude. Eighty twenty, like, is this just another order from Palpatine? <laughs> like, or this direct? Do it, do it, do it, do it, dude. No, um, <laughs> all, well, all I, all I was gonna say is I'm I'm very excited to play uh, the Devil and Me with you. Mm. That's gonna be. So we had so much fun with the fucking last game, House of Ashes. Um, I cannot wait for the next one. If there's anything they've done right is work really well with the titles of these titles. Um, mm-hmm. And they keep getting progressively better. Uh, I did not think they would go nine games deep. No, ten. I did not think that they would go ten games deep with this. I thought that they would do a solid like six games maybe you know like like six titles kind of like roll through give people some like good taste of that and then just drop that bad boy mm-hmm. no dude they're they're going in on the dark pictures anthology like i'm like yeah honestly honestly i'm kind of excited about it like where are you with this like do you feel like hype yeah, about this i'm excited i'm excited i want to see them do more than just two player co-op like it'd be cool for them to do like three or four I would like to I would like to see that get like more of a party involved because like it is kind of set up to do that like watch party thing. Sure. You know that they sure. they have. Yeah. I would like to see them expand on it and make it a, a, open it up a little bit more um so more people can get involved at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um that that's what I would like to see especially with how many titles we have coming through, you know. I'm really curious what directive 8020 is. That's the one that catches your eye the most, huh? I'm I'm yeah. like I, because like honestly, I could see them like because one thing they haven't done is jump into the future. Exactly, and that's so why like, I'm interested. I want super see... like android horror. Ooh, like yeah, robot horror. like the yeah. dogs in Black Mirror, the robot dogs, or, in Black or um, uh, the uh, movie Ex Machina. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, that 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 yeah. would be or iRobot. <laughs> Uh, yeah let's go let's go straight irobot you know what and and supermassive is notorious for having a lot of actors and actresses actually mocap and play roles in these games too so let's go with irobot and give me will smith what's up what if it's just what if it's just bicentennial man jesus christ (laughs) this sad story about a robot (laughs) yikes keep it pushing what we got next Yo. Next up, Battlefield 2042 Season 1 delayed. More details revealed. Season 1 has been pushed back to early summer 2022, so developer DICE can focus on resolving current issues in the game. The decision was made, quote, to bring the game up to the highest standards, end quote. According to the senior producer, Ryan McArthur, who published a blog post on the game's website. Y'all, 
I used to be a big Battlefield fan. Um, before this game, there was only one Battlefield I ever skipped, and that was Hardline. Because guess what? Hardline was a mistake. It was yeah, terrible. I know. I know. We've had we've had we've had games like Bad Company come out, and that's what they fucking did to us. I know. I know. I like, know. dude, Bad Company two, mm-hmm. Battlefield three, Battlefield four. Goddamn. Uh, Battlefield one. Ooh. All fantastic games. Battlefield five yes. was still good, but it wasn't. It wasn't up to the standards that those games were. Right. And then 2042 was supposed to be the the hype beast return to form Battlefield three, Battlefield four game. Right. 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 Talk and... about one of the shittiest launches I've ever lived through in my life. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like I like dice. What the fuck? <laughs> now, here's, here's I literally just too. uninstalled that game the other day to install Dying Light 2. Yeah, I don't I don't have it installed on any of my stuff anymore either. The, the thing is, too, is like I genuinely enjoyed the game when it was actually working. When it was actually working and we weren't having to deal with server side issues, we weren't having to deal with just like massive bugs, like massive amounts of bugs. Dude, we were running into bugs that our guys literally could not be revived. We were running into bugs where our guys would literally freeze, seize up, and then just stop being able to shoot. Like, 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 like the, it bummed me out because I actually genuinely enjoyed the game when it was working. It just wasn't working a majority of the fucking time. Yeah. And it, that's Which, such a bummer for me as someone that doesn't usually do competitive FPS. Like, mm-hmm. I finally liked one. And you can't release games like that and not have them work because then you you lose your whole audience. It doesn't matter if the game gets better. Your audience is gone. The only people who will play that game, again, is like your extremely core, like dedicated core audience. Yeah. And even then, most people that I know who are really big Battlefield players and Battlefield heads don't even want to give it the time of day when we have things like Halo Infinite coming out just at perfection for the yeah. most part. At you know near perfection, right? Like yeah. like ninety five percent, like at least. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it, it's 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 a bummer. Do you do you think this season one delay might fix some things? You think it'll be worth? I don't know. So like one one thing that I found out, and it actually makes a lot of sense why like the core development has been so like chaotic for them with this game is a lot of veteran developers left dice yeah. over the last couple of years. And they started a new studio, which is turning out to look like they're making an amazing game that's coming out later this year called Arc Raiders. And it kind of has like that third person Battlefront 2 kind of vibe mixed yeah, in with like shit. some Destiny and some like shit. War of the Worlds. So it's like, like their veteran developers have gone to do that. Where like a lot of pe- people who are newer have developed this this uh, 2042, and uh, I don't know, man. It's I I don't really see the conversation like flowing around it. I don't see people stoked about it or hoping for it to get fixed. Like I I I personally just haven't really seen that conversation. I've yeah, I've seen yeah. the conversation of man, this is really bad for a battlefield game. That's the conversation I've seen. Well, there's one thing that the game did do correctly. Emotional damage. <laughs> God damn it. Go ahead, Devin. Um, what's next? <laughs> what's next? PS5 outsold Wii U's lifetime numbers in a year. Not surprising. <laughs> Announced in the company's most recent earnings releases, Sony revealed that over 17.3 million PS5s were sold as of December 31st, 2021. 
The Wii U reached just 13.56 million sales in its lifetime. The PS5 had a stellar year financially, outselling the PS4 in its first fiscal year, breaking the Nintendo Switch's 33-month streak at the top of the U.S. hardware sales and being the fastest-selling console in U.S. history in both unit and dollar sales. I'm not surprising it outsold the Wii U. I wouldn't be surprised if this the series x or s did the same because let's let's be real that's not that high of a bar when it comes to gaming this age you know what i mean well in this Uh, age sure yeah i mean the wii u was the highest selling console in history so it's like no no not the wii u the wii was the wii u is notoriously one of the worst selling consoles in history big difference between the two i don't think they would note that if that was the case I 100% guarantee you that. I Let's just want to let you know. Let's get a fact check. Let's get a fact yeah. check. In. Anyways, yeah. while while we're on the, on that subject though, mm-hmm. <clears throat> the t- the tough part is that Microsoft doesn't release their sales numbers, right? Because that's just mm-hmm. like not one of their core points. Like that, they they don't like that being a talking point around their around their company, around their platform, things like that. Um, they, uh, I mean, honestly, let's be real here. Every year, things are outselling the year prior. The year prior before that, the year prior for the, before that. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's interesting, too, because it's like the reason I put this in here is because, like, <laughs> who's buying these PS5s? <laughs> like, yeah. I like uh, scalpers. Like, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're <laughs> so, counting those scalper sales. They're counting those bot sales. Just just put in a fact check. We'll talk about it later. I got. OK, OK. okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, we'll I talk, just talk about it after. I want to keep the flow going. Um, yeah, it's it's yeah, obviously scalpers bots. The, the the usual fucking duds. It's just like, even though, like, I have one, and I'm not meaning that in a flex way, even though I have one, I, I am very conscious of the idea that there's still a lot of people that have not been able to get it, period. And that's, like, wild to me that the PS5 is still selling and still, like, doing the fucking thing, like, regardless of the fact that there's so many people that can't get it. I was, I was in a... Uh, like a a a a a, a, a flipper group because I like I like to see people that like flip shoes and stuff like that or like fix things up and there was some dude who was in there and he was like hey anyone need a PS five and he posted a picture of a U haul a U haul Devin he had full of PS fives and Xbox Series X's and S's and I mm-hmm. I commented on it and I said fuck you. <laughs> Because I do not want I I fucking hate these little assholes out here ruining this space for all of us, for people that actually want to buy them so that they have them for our family. And now they're trying to upscale the price by fucking hundred fifty dollars still when it's like people are buying bundles for the same amount of price now. Like it's it's just it's just wildly absurd to me. But mm-hmm. but it's still pretty cool. It's still pretty cool. Like, I, I think I yeah. like good for them. I mean, the Wii U had a pretty long life lifetime for a minute there. And, you know, mm, not them. really. It was discontinued less than five years into uh, in production. That's not my point. <laughs> it didn't only last one year. <laughs> this is my I know. Point. And, like, <laughs> and the the lifetime sale, the, the PS5 outsold the Wii U in its lifetime of of only 13.56 that's that's all it sold yeah in one year in one year 
That's still that's still that's still a talking point, you know what I mean? Anyways, I don't want to dive into it too much. Go ahead, Devin. Continue on. Netflix's live-action One Piece series begins production. A tweet from Netflix Geeked confirmed that the start of production and showed images of the cast on set. One Piece began in 1997 and has logged over a thousand chapters of manga and a thousand episodes of the anime. But the Netflix series is only pegged for 10 episodes so far. Yeah. I was never a One Piece fan personally. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I've heard a lot of people say that. I thought they weren't big on it. But, I mean, it's it's interesting because mm-hmm. we just got done talking about this on a another episode, right? It's like, is this the move? Is this going to be the move? Mm-hmm. Do you think this is going to be one of the ones that flop? Because I know, like, yes, One Piece is sort, of a, is sort of a, like, the, like, either people love it or they fucking hated it. And, like, I'm wondering, like, where this is going to take them. What are your I think thoughts? this is going to be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> just like how I think the new Uncharted movie is going to be terrible. God, dude. Hon- I'm just honestly, being honest with everybody. I think I, I I don't know anybody who asked for this. I mean, let's let's be real. There's 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 some people that asked for it. Otherwise, they wouldn't have made it. But I don't think this is one of the animes you can turn into a live action and have mm-hmm. it be good. It's because- way too goofy and weird yeah, and yeah. out there. Yeah, and like not just off of like being based off of powers or anything like that, but just like the size differences between characters are completely unrealistic. And how are you going to pull that off in a live action way without spending thousands and thousands of dollars on CGI to make somebody look ginormous? I'm just, you know what I mean? I'm just like imagining what his like stretchy ability is going to look like and how bad that's going to look in this. (laughs) Uh, please refer to uh, Fantastic Four and Rise of the Silver Surfer. <laughs> well, at least those he kind of looked okay in, in this. They're, listen, <laughs> that was big budget AAA money we're talking on that side of things. I know, and it was okay, and so. it was okay at best, right? Like, like yeah. there's no, and there's no way this is going to be better than that, right? Right? Like, I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, go on, Devin. <laughs> um, Sony wants to help Bungie turn its franchises into movies. Speaking during an earnings call Q&A, Sony FC- CFO Hiroki Totoki was asked what benefits Bungie itself saw in being acquired by Sony. Totoki's answer covered areas such as hiring and employee retention, but moved on to Sony's position as a multimedia company. Quote, it's not just for the gaming area, but the multi-using of IP and merchandising of IP. Like a game title may be put into movies. Bungie wants to nurture the IP they have in order to in a multi-dimensional manner. And that's their hope for that. We believe we can help that. We have Sony Pictures and Sony Music, and Bungie can leverage our platform so that their IP can flourish and grow big. With that being said, there is a huge amount of lore in Destiny, for instance, right? A huge amount of lore. Yeah. They're, they reference like older, like fire teams and stuff like that, um, that plays into the story and stuff that's like all past tense from like what you play the game. Um, There's the fallout of how the golden age ended. There is the golden age, the pre 
uh, war between light and dark. There's a lot of stuff that they could do in that. And it would be, I'd really love to see them do an animated series on that yeah. or even, or even a television series of some sort. Um, you know, they, they have very notable uh, voice actors and actresses that they could even have them repraise their roles and stuff like that. Yeah. Which would be really, really cool to see. Um, yeah, I, I think that would be good as long as it looks better than the Uncharted movie. I'm sure it will. I mean, like the yeah. the, t- the tough thing, too, is like Uncharted also had a couple other hands going on in there, too. Uh, mm-hmm. It's 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 interesting to think about. I, I do want to mention I want I want to take credit for this because I mentioned I mentioned this when we were talking about the Sony Bungie thing mm-hmm. before we outed that there's a really good chance that. They were wanting to make Destiny movie content and like that. And that makes that makes sense because like I think I think Sony is really investing into this like video game movie adaptation thing more than they're trying to like really let off. Um, Mm -hmm. And that is both worrisome and really awesome at the same time. I'm concerned that they're wanting to do it because Netflix found some success with like doing stuff like that with like their relatively okay like anime adaptations and stuff like that like leading up to Mm it um i think that's a bad call i think that's a bad reason to want to do it uh because netflix does not nail that every time and we definitely are very like (laughs) aware that that's the reality of it um there's a really good chance uncharted might not be good at all it's probably gonna be very bad um and i'm very excited to see it because of such but um if there's any universe to do that with i think i think this is a good one for it i just hope Mm -hmm. that they do it justice as two guys that have loved destiny in Mm. uh, in in some way shape or form you know Mm. and i and i think the best way that they could do that is personally by going off of the lore of the game not the story of what they've been telling in the game. So that way they can be kept very separate and that lore can be elaborated on a lot further. And, and those characters can be built up to the point that we see them. You mean, you You don't, you don't want to see Cade six die again on, on, on the big screen. You don't want to see them. Spoilers. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking forsaken was moons ago. My guy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no no pun intended but you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moon Taunted, um, screen Moon six officially announced production is expected to begin this summer with james vanderbilt and guy busick writing the script as reported by the hollywood reporter matt Bet- bettinelli opin and a member of the directing trio radio silence and tyler gillette will <laughs> gillette, <laughs> gillette. <laughs> will return <laughs> to direct uh vanderbilt a member of the project x entertainment production company will produce scream six alongside colleagues paul neinstein and william sherrick cool, cool i guess cool yeah i mean I, I listen i like the original scream movies okay i enjoy them i know you don't I I loved the original Scream trilogy, okay? This last Scream movie was not it for me. It just was not it for me. And because of such, I have zero excitement for this. I know there's some people in our audience that do. For me, it's just not my fucking thing. I couldn't do it the last movie. If you guys saw, I, I, I gave it an, an official, like, 5 out of 10, dude. I just, I... 
it's not me. It's not me, bro. Like, uh, I know it very much not for you. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like, hey, it, it found success, though. Like, it made a lot of fucking money, dude. And I and I, un, I understand that we're the odd ones out when it comes to this conversation, because, like, for what for whatever reason, Scream just never did it for you. And for whatever reason, this new Scream just did not do it for me. Cool. I mean, like, I like this does I it for somebody. <laughs> Shut up. Last in a wave, Devin. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. This one is actually kind of exciting, y'all. Uh, Goosebumps live action TV series officially announced for Disney Plus. As reported by Variety, the new series will follow five high schoolers trying to save their own from a host of supernatural creatures. It sounds like it won't be an anthology series this time around, putting it more in line with the feature films than the original Nickelodeon television show, which ran from 1996 to 1998. Yo, I'm actually kind of dope. Like, that's dope. Um, yeah. I would like to see Jack Black return. <laughs> oh, for the for the show instead of just the movie? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I thought he made a pretty fun R.L. Stein. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I, I, I think he made a... A pretty fun thing here. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was a little more family friendly that I personally would have wanted it to be. Um, even though I I do understand, but it's that, always like, been that way. Goosebumps it's always is, been though. is that time. Yeah, no, I I, that's, yeah. I, I totally understand that. I kind of wish that they would have let it age with us, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's hard though, right? Because it's like there are so many things already in that wheelhouse. For our age, you know, yeah, um, yeah. where this is very catered towards younger audiences and it always has been right. Right. So right. it's 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 kind of like a double edged sword, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, I would hope like if they did, let's say, for example, they did Animorphs. Right. I would want mm-hmm. Animorphs to be kind of fucked up. Like if you ask well, me, yeah, like, that would make more sense though than Goosebumps to me, especially knowing that though? this is, especially knowing that this is going to be a Disney Plus show. Disney, oh, sure, Disney Plus sure. isn't isn't really known for like doing adult themed horror, you know. Like the closest we get to that is fucking Marvel, right? Sure, hundred percent. I guess I guess a better point would be I wish Disney Plus wasn't doing this. Like I, I like I I wish yeah. this would have been an HBO Max thing and they would have gotten just a little bit like a little bit fucked up. You know, just just a wee bit like a not as fucked up th- Black th- Mirror is kind of what I wanted. Mean, I feel like I feel like this would have been better for like Paramount Plus. You know what I mean? I haven't seen enough on Paramount Plus. So I actually have faith in them yet. So like, let I me tell you, I watched those South Park post pandemic specials. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen, that's a whole other thing. Max Stone and Trey Parker, a whole other ball game, my guy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but like um they have the the deal with Nickelodeon as well. Paramount Plus does. Like Nickelodeon is on Paramount Plus. You know, so like yeah. I I yeah, I feel like it would have had a better spot there because I feel like Nickelodeon was a little bit more edgier than Disney ever has been, right? I'm when it comes to like of, that kind of stuff, of, you know, I mean, like, I mean, I mean yeah. we got the wild thornberries, you know. I mean, like that's that's still that's still kind of in the same wheelhouse there, you know. what I mean, like I'm I'm talking like, but like I, more I want, absurd. I want you know? I want goose I want goosebumps to feel like Maze Runner. You know what I mean? Let's say still a I little family friendly, 
Still a little family friendly, but still a little fucked up. Like there's kids that die in that fucking movie. Oh, Hunger Games. Um, yeah, like like I I want I want it to be just like a just slightly slightly. I I get what you're saying. Yeah, but that's why I was gonna say I feel like Paramount Plus could have been then, and and not in the sense of the Nickelodeon thing. It's the fact that they have the Nickelodeon licenses, right? Yeah, and yeah. we we are getting a Halo show that looks very very violent. You know, so it's sure, like sure they. Like there could have been adaptions on top of that, and but I mean, we don't know till we see it, right? Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. You're right. You're onto it. You're onto it. You're right, Devin. Let's go ahead and move away from this. Let's move into the helm. The helm. Yeah, the helm. <laughs> the helm. First off, my friend, PlayStation to launch more than 10 live service games by 2026. This comes from Ryan Dinsdale. <laughs> That's a fun name. Dinsdale, Dinsdividale. <laughs> Sounds like a town in, in uh, Fable. <laughs> Dinsdale, yeah, it does. From IGN, and it says this. PlayStation plans to release, quote, unquote, more than 10 live service games by March 2026, a feat that will be helped by its acquisition of Bungie. Speaking during Sony's latest earnings call, CFO Hiroki Totoki said, quote, through close collaboration with Bungie and the PlayStation Studios, we aim to launch more than 10 live service games by the fiscal year ending March 31st, 2026. Live service games are games that are updated with new content over time, often making the majority of their money through in-game purchases rather than initial sales. Totoki pointed to a huge jump in revenue from these kinds of games as part of the reason for Sony pursuing the model. Quote, from calendar year 2014 to calendar year 2021, the size of the global game content market doubled, driven by add-on content revenue from live service games, which grew at an average annual rate of 15% during this period. We expect this trend to continue going forward. End quote. Bungie's early investment into live service games with the launch of Destiny 2014 allowed it to accumulate, quote, a wealth of experience and superb technology in the space, Totoki said. Uh, something Sony sees as a major asset in acquiring the studio. Quote, the strategic significance of this acquisition lies not only in obtaining the highly successful Destiny franchise, as well as major new IP that Bungie is currently developing, explained Totoki, but also in incorporating into the Sony group the expertise and technologies that Bungie has developed in the live game services space. We intend to utilize these strengths when developing game IP at the PlayStation Studios as we expand into live game services area, end quote. It will be something of a major shift for, for first-party Sony games, which have intended to focus on single-player narrative experiences in recent years, often to huge acclaim. It's unlikely that Sony will abandon that strategy, but it feels likely that live service games will become a major part of the company's output. Oh, excuse me, I burped. <laughs> Bungie is already working on a quote-unquote comedic new IP that is quite possibly a part of the selection of live service games that Sony plans on releasing. Interestingly, while these may be first-party games, they may not be the exclusives that Sony is notable for sticking to. Totoki also said the company plans to extend its presence across non-PlayStation platforms. PC. PC. Referencing PC. the recent success of God of War on PC. Quote, we intend to acquire new users and increase engagement on platforms other than PlayStation, end quote, he said. 
This push could be tied to the Xbox Game Pass competitor that Sony is reportedly working on, but could also mean its continued release of first-party PlayStation games on PC and the work of Bungie in a multi-platform space. The combination of live service titles and multi-platform releases is something Sony is banking on as a huge revenue driver in the coming years. Quote, catalyzed by the acquisition of Bungie, continued Totoki, we intend to accelerate the growth of our first-party game software revenue, aiming to more than double the amount of fiscal year 2025. End quote. Yes. So, I have a thought on this. I feel like this kind of news might upset a little bit of the core PlayStation audience who preferably play PlayStation because they want those single-player experiences, right? We do know that that is a conversation. Um, I don't think it's a bad idea necessarily. I do want to point that out. I just feel like more of the the culture around PlayStation, people might get iffy about this kind of news. Um, you you being more generally geared towards PlayStation, how do, how do you feel about that? Um, I think it's a non-argument. I think yeah. that you can do both. And I think that, yeah, I that mean, people that, yeah, I think, I think that, that the audience, cause mm-hmm. I do, I do see what you're talking about there. There are yeah. the, what we've talked about it a million times before the toxic fucking gamer dudes that mm-hmm. so happen to be PlayStation fans that are over here. Like, no, we, the exclusives are what we come for. We want exclusives. Give us our exclusives. Give us our first party, our first party, first player experiences. That's what we want. Blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it is you. They can they can do both and still be wildly successful. Still be wild. It's it's not like PlayStation's only been doing first party single player experiences. They've been doing other fucking games as well. That just so happens to be the ones that were most successful with PlayStation. Now, just because they're going to do live service doesn't mean that they're going to step away from doing more first party mm-hmm single player experiences like they know it's successful mm -hmm. i and the the other thing that concerns me and i'm sure concerns any other gamer is our biggest complaint with live service granted i do play final fantasy 14 a lot biggest complaint with live service is the amount of uh, um in-game um uh, paywalls and stuff like that that yeah you you know And, and destiny has been quite rampant with that as of late as well. And it's kind of been a little bit of a turnoff for me. Well, check this out. Um, That actually was going to be my question to you in regards to this. mm. I mean, outside of MMORPGs, like Final Fantasy XIV, like Warcraft, like those games that we're actively paying month by month to Mm. experience for, we've seen the results of Square Enix's The Avengers. um, (laughs) And that was a live (laughs) service game. And that was... Sort of, you know, because Square Enix and PlayStation have a very close partnership. PlayStation, obviously, with the Spider-Man rollout that they're trying, you know, that they're doing. It, it, it it's. <laughs> is this a good idea? Like, like, let's be real. Like, do you think this is a good idea? Do you think that that they have the capability to pull this off? Like, because when I was talking no. about this the other day, when I was saying that, like, like they're more than likely doing this for Bungie's experience with like live service mm-hmm. gaming with like their experience with that. This is not what I thought they were going to do. Like I thought they were where we were talking about their knowledge in that sense of other things. You know what I mean? I didn't realize that they're like, Hey, Destiny's a live service game. Let's learn how to do more live service. games. <laughs> like, so I, it's like a catch 22, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, in you order, know, in order uh, 66. Yeah. 
Yeah, do yeah. It. It's, do it, do it. Uh, Embrace the power of the dark side. No, it has me worried, right? Because, like, even for me, like, I, I like... I like games like Halo. I like games like Destiny. But like you you do hear me shit on the the in-game purchases and stuff all the yeah, time. Yeah. You, yeah. You, like the a fucking the color red should not be 10 fucking dollars to get for your fucking Spartan. You know sure what I mean? Not. Like sure should not. You're right. Yeah, like yeah. like maybe a dollar or or some in-game currency or some shit like that. Right. You know, right. um I'm I'm not the biggest fan of in-game purchases i never have been unless it's been like dlc related right right Um, right because i mean skins to me are like it's like a content that should be in the game that's unlockable already you know what i mean and uh, i i'm getting me personally i'm just getting over the like the same game being released constantly because we see that a lot counter-strike valorant blah 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 blah. you know sure. list goes yeah. on yeah um not saying that they're bad games it's just like they're all to me they're all samey same with just a couple different twists here and there to keep it quote-unquote original um i i don't want to see playstation fall down that rabbit hole just trying to make money because that's what this sounds like to me they're trying to just make money off of this right um at least off of this this story right here um it we saw it happen with battlefront 2 like we saw that tank for that first year year and a half yeah um we've seen it happen with a lot of ea games with madden and fifa you know uh nba 2k as well um nobody's asking for that i mean yeah granted like- the on, like honestly i was gonna say like i don't like are people that like wanting a live more live service is that something people are mm. wanting more of i don't think they are like no because you know people really only have time for like one or two of those games in their lifetime really like at a time yeah, yeah. and like you really have to commit to them i mean like you you felt it yourself. You don't play Destiny for three months and you get back into it. You're like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on? How oh, dude, I, I mean, like keep the, up with these the people, amount of fucking you know time I mean? that I spent I spent on Destiny on on the Division Two, a game that you hate. Yeah, uh, it's it's. Oh my god, <laughs> I fucking hate you. There's, there's dun, dun. <laughs> Oh yeah, sorry. Here you go again. <laughs> there's there's, <laughs> there's there's hours, endless hours I've spent on these fucking games. I could not imagine spending more time on more of them at one sitting. You know what I mean? Like, that would just be way too fucking stressful. I don't know. I mean, like, I, I do have to push back a little bit on the thing of of this This sounds like it's just them looking for money because let's be real. They're a business. Yeah, all all yeah. video game industry businesses are going to be looking for ways to make money. Sure. That's, you know, like, I, I totally get where the concern is at, but let's be real. That's always the game plan. Um, I just don't think this is the best way to do it. So, for instance, just just to go off of a recent live service game, mm-hmm. like we talked about the Avengers, their peak concurrent player count for the last 30 days was 1,050. And they average about 502 people on at a time. That's really bad. <laughs> yeah. That's so really bad. Oh, and no. I don't 
think people want like life. Granted, granted, there is that game Arc Raiders coming out though. That is going to be a live service game. That yeah. is also going to be a multi-platform game and crossplay. Sure. Hold on. Let me let me let me let me back up here. Do people want six of them? No. That's I, I more so what I meant, right? Like Yeah, and and here here here's what, what it's probably gonna be, guys. Um we're probably gonna see uh Ghost of Tsushima Legends get a somewhat standalone thing. I could see that happening because okay. that's already kind of diving into the live service. I could see uh, Last of Us Factions being a live service game. Maybe it has an open world multiplayer concept to it. And maybe that's why we haven't seen anything about that game yet. I think you that's going to piss it, people off. I think that's going to piss know, people but off. I know, like, yeah. but like, let's be real. That is that is a reality. It right? is a reality. There is a choice. You yeah, know, we, we already know that they're working on a multiplayer Last of Us game. Um, the the there's a lot of lot of money and a lot of push going behind Horizon right now, and Horizon is a very big world too. It might not just be a new IP thing, but it might be expanding upon the IPs they already have with the systems and places that they already have built, right? Yeah, and the engines they already have built, and it might just be curating that to a live service platform to make multiplayer experiences hopefully standalone so we can see how that goes you know okay um because i feel like making six new ips that are all live service all within the next three years what the fuck are you doing sony you know what that says to me that says crunch and like mistreatment of developers that's what i hear especially with covid still being a thing and people working from home but like yeah there's no way that's gonna happen because it's like how, how how many studios does playstation have right like mm -hmm. it's not a crazy amount it's not a crazy amount and like even with like bungie like that wasn't a, that like that was an acquisition but it wasn't like a full-on like you're only doing stuff for us like Bun Bungie's still going to be multi-platform like it's mm -hmm. it's like how how many like if they're talking we're talking six live live service games that's six different studios are going to be handling constant content rollouts all the mm -hmm. time like that that's absurd anyways yeah I, <laughs> I I mean in 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 short I hope it can be pulled off correctly yeah I don't see this going well. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Also, I want to point out too, uh, really quick. I don't know if you're seen on screen or whatever. I've been trying to figure out what looks weird about her layout right now. Something just felt different. And I found mm -hmm. out I had the footer <laughs> turned off on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, there we go. That's what happened. Oh, and now, now we look a little more. I was like, why the fuck is there so much space on the bottom? Now we're good. Now we're now we're even. Yeah. Now we're actually figured out here. Anyways, mm -hmm. Devin, hit him with our second story, my guy. Grand Theft Auto 6 is in, quote, active development, Rockstar confirms. And this comes from Michael uh, McWhorter. McWhorter. Michael McWhorter. McWhorter. Why am I? What am I saying? What weird? <laughs> a name with a lot of air. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this is coming from Michael McWhorter over at Polygon. Rockstar Games confirmed Friday that it's currently working on the next gen game in the Grand Theft Auto series. Presumably, but yet not officially titled Grand Theft Auto 6, saying that Active development 
on its next-gen open-world crime spree game is, quote, well underway, end quote. Confirmation of the new Grand Theft Auto came tucked away in a community update on, of all things, GTA, including Grand Theft Auto V, originally released way back in 2013, two generations ago, might I add, in the enduring Grand Theft Auto Online. Quote, with the unprecedented longevity of Grand Theft Auto V, we know many of you have been asking us about the new entry in the Grand Theft Auto series. With every new project we embark on, our goal is always to significantly move beyond what we have previously delivered. And we are pleased to confirm that active development for the next entry in the Grand Theft Auto series is well underway. We look forward to sharing more as soon as we are ready. So please stay tuned to Rockstar Newswire for official details. On behalf of our entire team, we thank you all for your support and cannot wait to step into the future with you, end quote. Rockstar did not offer any additional details on the next entry in the GTA franchise. Release dates, platforms, the game's location, and gameplay specifics will have to wait until the developer sees fit to announce them. But with an audience of more than 155 million players on Grand Theft Auto V and an ever-growing world GTA Online, expectations for GTA 6 are high. Grand Theft Auto V will find an even larger audience next month when the game is re-released in enhanced form for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. Rockstar will bring GTA V to the latest consoles from Sony and Microsoft on March 15th. Those versions of GTA 5 will feature updated visuals up to 4K resolution, up to 60 frames per second, texture and draw distance upgrades, HDR options, and ray tracing. A standalone version of GTA Online will also arrive on March 15th, which will be available for free for the first three months to PlayStation 5 players. The Grand Theft Auto franchise turns 25 this year. The first game, Grand Theft Auto, was released on MS, DOS, PlayStation, and Windows PC in 1997. After two entries and spin-offs, Rockstar reinvented its action crime series with 2001's Grand Theft Auto 3, a 3D open-world action-adventure game that spawned two best-selling sequels, Grand Theft Auto Vice City and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Grand Theft Auto followed Grand Theft Auto 4 followed in 2008. Since Grand Theft Auto 5's release in 2013, Rockstar has released just one brand new game, Red Dead Redemption 2. Over the past eight years, much of Rockstar's effort has been focused on supporting GTA Online and Red Dead Online, barely, and re-releasing portions of its back catalog. The studio shipped Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition, a remaster of GTA 3, Vice City and San Andreas to mixed response in November. The collection launched in a buggy state leading to a contrite developer to apologize, update, and overhaul the game. I mean, if you didn't think this was in development after it being nine years, then I mean... Yeah, come on. <laughs> now the fun, the fun part. I mean, like seeing that, like they're actually pretty far in 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 develop in mm-hmm. the the production side of things is is good to know. Uh, it's it's like it's been ten years, my guy. It's been so 
long i'm playing the trailer for people at home to kind of see like what this game like <laughs> like looked like slash looks like and like i can't honestly <laughs> i'm both surprised and unsurprised that this took this long to come out because it's like the part the part of me that is surprised is like they like they like this was so long ago dude it was so fucking long ago but the part of me that's unsurprised is the amount of money that game that 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 fucking game had made over time it of course they 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 milked it for every fucking dollar they could get right like mm-hmm. We talked early like, about like a business trying to make some fucking money moves. Like this was it. This is a prime example, my my dude. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus, I played Grand Theft Auto Five on the Xbox 360, and I remember that game <laughs> taking damn near ten minutes to load. Yeah, ten minutes. Yeah, it was insane, insane to the membrane, insane. Got no brain. <laughs> No, um, but like <laughs> by the time this game comes out, it's gonna be like what 2024, 2025, maybe even longer. Yeah. Um, the one part that does have me semi-excited about this, because I've kind of like since you know Grand Theft Auto 5 came out in 2013, I've been like, sure, whatever, okay, Grand Theft Auto, sure, okay. You know, that's just been my personal feeling on it. Yeah. But the one the one line I wanna I want to to uh, stand out here is on behalf of our entire team we thank you for all the support and cannot wait to step into the future with you emphasis on that word future so talking about development of a new game uh we've heard in the past that the grand theft auto 6 might have a little bit more serious of a tone do you think this is going to be maybe in the future since uh, notoriously up until Grand Theft Auto 5 everything was kind of like in eras you know like 70s 80s 90s 2000s present do you think we're going into the future now do you think that's a possibility like future Liberty City huh um I don't know it's hard it's hard to say they could do that I mean they could to try to break the formula of like modern day just like gang life they could try to do like future gang life um to me, this that more so read off as this game is not going to be on last gen consoles. No, not at all. They already said it's going to be next gen. They said yeah, it's like, being and and one thing I want to point out, they said PS5 and Series X. They did not mention the Series S. That's true. That is true. Uh, now, obviously, that's a whole other conversation. Like we 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 could uh, we could run half a podcast on that that subject alone. Um as far as the the like whether or not they would even like be on lashing consoles like for sure that's for sure thing i th- i just more so think that that's kind of like what that was aiming towards if they did do futuristic gta i think that's cool i think that's yeah. that's a really cool idea i'm i'm here for that actually i want to see like a mob centric futuristic gta and it doesn't have to be that far in the future either just like, go a little bit further like, like bicentennial mob. man no, like, like, give me, give me the Godfather, but in like 2040. Yeah, Bicentennial you know I mean? Man, starring William, Robin Williams. We don't, 
we don't make jokes about Robin Williams. I know, here. I know, we don't. You're right. I take that back. I I rescind my comment, guys. I'm sorry. Bad jokes. Bad jokes here. Uh, no, fu- future mob. I I like that. I like that more than what Detroit became become human did. Because I think yeah. like when we when we think of like future stuff, we think now of Detroit become human things like cyberpunk. You know, like and I think. I think GTA has a better chance of giving us a better Cyberpunk 2077 than Cyberpunk 2077 did. Yeah. And and I think I think that that would be a really really cool concept. Obviously so, super speculate. We don't even know if this is actually what it's going to be, but mm-hmm. I do like that idea. I do the like the that. only other thing though is like isn't that just Watch Dogs? Not gameplay wise. I mean, like that's it's a little bit different, and also too, it kind of mm. depends on like how far in the future we're talking here. Because like yeah. Watch Dogs was in the future, but it wasn't like future, future, future. You know what I mean? That's what like, I'm talking. I don't. I I I would want to see GTA take a not so distant future approach. Uh, not not to bring up the a game that hasn't been doing that well, but like how Battlefield 2042 is just 20 years in the future. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I want to see an approach like that, so that way we still have like relatable landscapes and relatable like if for this case very core for Grand Theft so, Auto so- we have relatable like cars and weaponry and okay. like sceneries, you know, like stuff like that. So it's uh, modern because, day, <laughs> not modern day, but just like. 10 15 20 years in the future so it's like but what does not, that change then what does that change i mean yeah, there could be like a, elaborations of like car models like this is maybe what the mustang will look like then or the corvette you know what i mean okay. like stuff All like right. that sure like sure like elaborations of things that are already in existence so that way it's more relatable because that's kind of been a thing for grand theft auto right it's like oh i have this car in real life oh i want this car in real life or hey this is, you know, I've I've been in this area before that this part of the game is based off of, you know, whether sure. it be Beverly Hills or like in New York City in Grand Theft Auto 4, you know, um, shit like that. Um, it that kind of relatable approach that they've always done. And, you know, give me a phone again that I can walk out, walk around, put cheats in and just spawn boats and make them fall out of the air. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> but like, I mean. Again, we can only speculate. Rockstar is extremely tight-lipped and extremely mug- money-hungry. So um, I just hope that they put the care and love into this that it would deserve because they haven't really been that supportive of the Red Dead online community, um, which we've talked about before in the past. And um, the uh, the trilogy remaster had a terrible launch, like god-awful launch. Um and a lot a lot of people were saying the remaster looked worse than some of the original games. So we'll see. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I only point that out is because we gotta hold some companies accountable who are reaching for money, right? Because that's kind of what's what's been going on. I mean, they're all time. reaching for money, dude. You know I mean, what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's like there's not there's nothing like, we're ever gonna be able to do about that. Yeah. Some overreach. And I do, and I do see where you where where you're coming from with that. I mm. I just don't want to be on the side of thinking that companies like being so naive that like companies like just oh that's not make the case at all. at all. Um, that's not, because there are some not, people that think that way. Yeah, right. There are yeah. some people that think that way, and I'm just like we cannot we cannot sit here and just expect these. these I, I think we've established money, right? enough in the past that we aren't like that. It's yeah, just course, in this of case of Rockstar specifically. 
like 10 years you know, of milking it. Yeah. 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 You know, 10 years of milking it and putting out a terrible remaster slash cell phone port to as an official $60 release on next gen consoles. Like, come on. What, the, what are you doing? Just, just, you know what I mean? Just staying in their fucking like, bag. But it, speaking of staying in the bag, Devin, I want to remind everyone that before we move on to our last story, uh, they can support us over at patreon.com slash good cracking show where they can get early access on this episode before it goes public. They can ride into the show and they can get this episode ad free. But if they're hearing this, they aren't on our Patreon. So for now, my friends, here's a word from our sponsors. This piece of good cracking content is brought to you by Glide Mouse Pads. PC gaming and office work is more popular than ever before, making your workflow and efficiency an absolute necessity. You need your peripherals and accessories to be running silky smooth in order for you to keep kicking ass and taking names. And Glide is the perfect piece to that puzzle for your arsenal that you've been trying to solve. Glide Mousepads is the future industry leader in mousepads, offering beautiful, smooth, waterproof products made with eco-friendly materials and a non-slip rubber in a variety of sizes that are guaranteed to help you get that next win. Are you looking for smoother pinpoint accuracy? Are you feeling resistance while gliding your mouse across your battle rug? You've probably watched our GK content before, and you probably know I do a lot of PC and FPS gaming. And let me tell you, this mousepad is perfect perfect for you. You can go to glidemousepads.com right now and use the code Kraken for 15% off the Founders Edition mousepad in every size available. Again, that's code K-R-A-K-E-N, Kraken, for 15% off any Founders Edition mousepad today. Our next sponsor is Rogue Energy. If you're anything like us here at GK, you were probably up late last night. You got up out of bed this morning and you were still tired. You don't know how long you were gaming for. It's a catastrophe. But what you do know is that that your everyday cup of coffee just isn't hitting the way it used to. And now we've got a better way for waking you up before and during your next gaming session. Rogue Energy is a low calorie, no sugar energy formula that is a perfect alternative to sugar filled canned energy drinks and sodas. Every formula Rogue Energy produces is designed with optimal levels of high quality ingredients and no chalky textures. Being the only gaming drink company in the world with four unique product lines to suit your task at hand, Rogue Energy strives to improve the in-game performance of gamers, streamers, and content creators everywhere. You can head on over to RogueEnergy.com, use the code GKRAKEN for 10% off of your purchase of any shaker or formula tub of your choosing. That's right. The code is G-K-R-A-K-E-N for 10% off any shaker or formula tub that you'd like. Now, back to our regular Good Kraken programming. Welcome back, guys. So, we uh, we talked a little bit. We are going to skip our third story again here. Devin, I'm going to try to figure out some... We're, we're going to talk after the show. We're going to try to figure out some better ways to kind of go about, like, the structure of things. I've noticed we've been we've been not doing post-shows really often. I want us to try to avoid that. So, we'll talk about it after the show because we don't want to restrict people from content, but we also don't want to be, like, beating our heads in for <laughs> fucking two hours and, like, you know, leave our patrons out from content that they deserve. So, uh, with that said, guys, uh, Disney plus exec accidentally leaked a, uh, um, information on Star Wars Obi-Wan, uh, release date. Um, 
<laughs> big big oopsie Ross Burlingame from uh, comicbook.com talked about it uh but yeah uh, <laughs> a good old gentleman uh tweeted out um our very own Obi-Wan will be saying hello there on uh on in, in on May 2022 uh hello there yeah dude um General Kenobi like fucking <laughs> oh boy oh boy what a oopsie there uh but we're excited we're definitely, definitely fucking excited. In the meantime, guys, we're going to move into Hands on Deck. Now, Devin, you were mentioning to me earlier that you're going to you're going to have a little bit of a weird hands on deck today. Yeah. Go, let's talk about a couple things. Go ahead, my guy. So, guys, Final Fantasy 14 is a commitment. <laughs> fair enough fair enough just want to start off there it is great again reiterating on last time great community good storyline a lot of a um, lot of gameplay the gameplay loop is very long very big and there's just an almost an overwhelming amount of things to do in that game but there's always something that caters to how you want to play um, just want to touch that off i'm still doing the vanilla game right now working it through uh me and a lot of people in our uh, Discord community, we kind of we were curious because we've all been playing the game. We looked it up recently. Uh, this game story content, they're saying, depending on how casually you play, the vanilla story can take you about two to three whole months just for that. And there's also four expansions. And they said the story content is about two months each. So it's sure. a very long game. So I will be touching this at key points later on in the future. Um, a couple things I want to mention, though, is I have been uh, up to date with Demon Slayer Kietsu no Yiba Entertainment District. And okay. OK, this arc is nutty. OK, I've heard it's fire, the, dude. I heard it's, it, it's fire. Uh, like literally. Oh, and figuratively. Let me let me tell you. So. Um, thank you, Reed. Thank you, Reed. <laughs> yeah. All I gotta say is Yetsu no Kagura. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's 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 very very good. Um, it definitely dives into uh, Tanjiro's abilities a lot more and him growing. Uh, same with uh, the other characters, Inosuke and Zenetsu. Um, you really get to see their growth from the last arc to now, especially after the uh, Mugen Train movie. Um, and the art style is just still extremely superb. I love the the blend of colors that they use in this um, with with the hard, like very manga style, like. Um, borders and edging that they use but only on specific things so like for instance when they're they're using their breathing techniques and releasing their powers and stuff like that um like especially with like tanjiro's water like it'll be very uh classic like japanese authentic like water works sure. but it'll have like the hard like black like manga outlines and everything too which is really really cool to see um now uh they have new powers and new abilities through the training that they've gathered. And sure. I won't say exactly what they are, but you definitely got to watch it. Um, the story building now is really good. Uh, the show gets extremely hype and there are some really sad moments. And uh, right now, after the last episode, I was left with the what the fuck? 
type of feeling. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm going to get the payoff for that tomorrow morning as it goes live. Uh, 8, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern. That's that's when the next episode goes live. So uh, if you are at all a fan of Demon Slayer from what you've seen, definitely uh, definitely catch up and watch uh, the Mugen arc as well as the Entertainment District arc. Uh, if you have not watched the show before, it's freaking everywhere. Honestly, you can watch it everywhere. Yeah, now. I, I have not watched it whatsoever. Um, I've heard nothing but amazing things about it. Uh, mm-hmm. But I just I like I don't know, dude, my, my touch on anime has has just dwindled over time. Uh, uh, I think uh, you would like this, though. Look at how hype it is. I mean, like, it does. It does look hype. I mean, like this is my first time really sort of like looking at a, a at an official trailer. Um, mm. I can't. I can see why people are about it. The animation looks superb. Um, mm. I don't know, dude. It's just like anime just like hasn't really like gotten me in a long time. You know what I mean? Um, but Reed says it, it, it's on Netflix. If you're not caught up, chat. Uh, yeah, it, it's like they're like it's I, everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll probably, I'll probably, story. I'll probably give it a swing, give it a swing, a shot. Because I mean, like I've seen you talk about, it. I've seen any of my friends that like anime in any capacity. I've, I've seen them talk about it, and they were like, "Dude, this is really good." And I'm like, mm. "Fuck, dude!" Like it's just like, anime is not one of the things that have been like on the top of my priority list. It's like, because uh, like my, my friends have been trying to get me to watch fucking Naruto for so fucking long, so fucking long. It just like it just seems like such a daunting task. One, two. It just like I don't know, this man. Is nowhere near a commitment like that. This is nowhere near that. So like the first season is only like ten to fourteen episodes, and then the Musion Train arc is like they broke it down into episodes for people now. Yeah. So the Musion Train arc is like five or six episodes, and we're on like the eighth or ninth in the Entertainment District now. So sure. you sure. it and they're all like twenty-two to thirty minutes long. So it's you it it's not it's not gonna be like watching, you know, eleven hundred episodes of Naruto between, you know, regular Naruto and Shupidin and Boruto or whatever. Yeah. You know, you, it's it's not it's not there. It's not one piece, you know, it's not bleach, it's not sure. Dragon Ball, sure. it's not sure. like that. It's 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 a very new show still. Um and they take a lot of time in releasing their seasons because of how story oriented it is you can tell that they really take care of the stories and everything yeah Um, it's it's definitely worth it i i recommend starting it um when you sit down make sure you have about an hour and a half so that way you can watch the first few episodes to really understand what's going on uh, okay. but it okay. it uh it'll pull out your heartstrings man it'll 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 make you shed some tears i guarantee all right, you. All right. i see you right. um, oh, god, mention... <laughs> <laughs> god damn it god damn it <laughs> Ains on dick. Um, Ains on the dick. other thing i want to mention too is um i i can't say a lot about this one particularly without giving any spoilers away but i have been watching the final season of uh of uh attack on titan and boys guys there's some twist that just happened and some wild like fan theories that have been circulating for the last few years that have kind of come into play and this show is wild like 
absolutely wild. And we all know that the zeitgeist of what Attack on Titan has been, right? Yeah. Um, it's it's just again animation on point story on point character involvement on point you know that's when i started and then just never like followed through with like keeping up with it unfortunately mm-hmm. um it was good when i was watching it though i did like it mm-hmm. i only watched the first two seasons and then i didn't watch it for a very long time and then me and my partner sierra got caught back up this last year uh because the you know final season was sure. airing and stuff like that and they did it kind of in a two part like they release it and you watch it, and then six months later, they did the other half. And that's, I, I'm pretty sure we only have like one or two more episodes before Attack on Titan is just done now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, very, very good. Very good. Um, so, yeah, other than that, uh, we're going to be talking about Dying Light 2 a lot next week. I can promise you that. <laughs> we're, do, we're doing a, we're doing a first uh, first impressions uh, on, on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll be talking about that when we go over mm-hmm. the schedule. But And then we're doing it again, another splash damage this next Wednesday. Yes. Uh, of it, so. which so. you guys so will want to be dude. there. Yes, the game is good. I, I think so we're going to be playing some more tonight. So uh, <laughs> let's just yeah. say I can speak for everybody out of us at GK who's played it. We all like it so far. <laughs> so far, very enjoyable. Very enjoyable. Yeah. 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 Um, no. What do you got going on? So, so my hands-on this week is actually going to be a follow-up on uh, what I talked about during our last episode. Um, is uh, all of us are dead? So at first, when I covered it uh, the mm-hmm. other day, was I was on episode five. Um, I have now completed the show, and mm-hmm. uh, this show is fucking good, dude. Uh, it has it has a couple episodes that that simmer things down but the way that they ramp up to the kids so for for anybody that didn't watch or, or listen to our last episode um all of us are dead is a show uh on netflix it's another piece of korean content uh horror content excuse me um that is uh, a zombie story it's a zombie story and ground zero in the zombie story is a high school in hyosan uh korea south korea um that is uh the zombie outbreak happens there and then it spreads around the city from the high school. Um, and the story is sort of focused around like 20 various kids in this high school, um, that all like know each other in some way, shape or form or another. And they're all trying to survive this fucking zombie apocalypse as it's unfolding before them. Um, because the high school is ground zero. There's a fucking lot of zombies in there my dude like <laughs> there's a the whole school is fucking fi- fucking packed with them dude it's wild um but the story does a good job of unfolding the outbreak in a very interesting way in the first couple of episodes and then really unfolding the story of like how these kids are handling surviving the zombie attack and then unfolding uh, them trying to be saved and then unfolding them trying to escape. And it sort of like happens in like three to four episode increments. This, uh, this, this season has 12 episodes. Um, I can say, I don't know if they're going to do a second season, but it could be doable, um, just because of how they leave things off. Um, there, there is some supernatural stuff in it, uh, where the virus evolves, uh, to where people do not some people that get infected do not completely turn into zombies. They just get elevated strength and speed and senses and they utilize that in such a way that's like kind of cool. 
Like, it, like it, it, it's just anime enough that, like, you're like, okay, okay, I see y'all. I see y'all. Um, there's, e- there's even a point, the only thing that I'll, like, give to you, there's even a point where a couple of them meet, and it's kind of hype, dude. It's kind of fucking hype. Like, it's it's super dope. Um, yeah, I, I honestly, like, like, like I said before, for any of my friends or family out there that 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 for any of you listeners, anyone that enjoys zombie content, uh, one do do not be deterred by the language barrier. The show is dubbed. Um, it does offer also subtitles if you would like. Um, both actually surprisingly good, surprisingly good. The dub the the dub is very very well done in this, and I think they pulled it off really well. Um. Uh, reading the chat says, uh, ah, the good old uncharted factor. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, we're, we're almost there. We're almost there. Reed. We'll, we'll be talking about those movies here in a minute. <laughs> yeah. We'll be talking about, uh, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, uh, they handled the show very well. I, at first I was worried because it was kind of, it was kind of going some places, but no, they, ha- they handled it. They handled it beautifully. Um, it, there, yes, if you like zombie stuff, watch this damn show. It is a lot of fun. It's really, really cool. Uh, the 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 character relationships uh, is is just it's done really, dude. Korean Korean content has just been nailing it every fucking time for me. Like every damn time, they're they're just coming out with stuff that has just been blowing my fucking mind. And I'm here for it, dude. I'm here for it. Give us more Korean horror because they they mm. just getting us, just getting me. Did you watch uh, Sweet Home? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I watched uh, half of it. I haven't finished it yet. But okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to get, I need to get back on track. It, with that it's one, it's but. similar vibes. Similar vibes. I will yeah. say that. Yeah, definitely. I've, I've heard it's actually future. more fucked up. Actually, it, it's very, it's very fucked up. It's more on the supernatural uh, sect of things. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely watch that because. Uh, I, I watched that, and that was adapted directly off of a webtoon yes. as well, yes, an online is. comic. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, very much yeah, so. Yeah. And I mean, and I mean, like, don't don't be deterred. Like, the, the, like the focus of this is not these kids getting like abilities or anything like that. That's not like what the focus is. It just so happens that's that they they sort of use it as a layer of like some of these kids you can't tell are infected. Mm-hmm. So it's it's sort of a way for them to explain some of the kids being asymptomatic and how that plays into the narrative itself. It, they they use it very intelligently. They did it very very well, and I'm glad that they didn't take the route of like, oh now all these kids are gonna get fucking superpowers or some shit like that. Because then I would have been like, all right, I'm out. Because that yeah. that's like, like too I'll much. I'll go watch guys. my hero instead. Yeah, <laughs> like if I if I wanted, I would have totally gone a different direction with this. But yeah. using a zombie apocalypse to explain how kids got superpowers is not where I want this to be. And that's not where they go with it. Thankfully, it's not. Um, yeah. So yeah, Green chat. <laughs> chat goes. I don't understand how Korean shows and movies are so dark and depressing, and then their music is all bubblegum pop. Read. It's called balance. <laughs> like Thanos said, balance. Like all things should be, my dude. You know. Yep. Yep. He all. He also said the my dude thing. Fun fact. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was in yeah. small. It was in small print. But you know, you could. Yeah. You could hear that. And and he said it under his breath. He was just kind of like my dude. <laughs> my dude (laughs) he's really quiet as he's like like holding her hand or whatever yeah i still i still uh do want to uh watch that show i just haven't because like again new video games and mmo and current 
new yeah. episodes of anime it's uh, it's a lot to keep up with you know yeah. i mean when, when you when you and sierra get a chance you definitely do it dude i think you guys yeah, are really will. gonna like we it. will I, it's it's on our watch list right now um i'm also watching ozark which is a commitment in itself it is you know yeah that's why i have been episodes per season all mm-hmm. an hour long you know yeah. so it's yeah. and we're four seasons now yeah and i'm just at the end of the first but like it, it's it's on my list it, it i'll probably start watching it once demon slayer and attack on titan end because mm-hmm. we're we're like within the next couple of weeks i'm pretty sure both of these arcs are going to be closed yeah so um that that's probably when i'll be getting to it but speaking of my dude what do we have next my dude <laughs> i mean we have the gallows my dude uh the gallows my dude my dude <laughs> You couldn't live with your failures. So where did that bring you? Back to me. (laughs) My dude. (laughs) He he whispers it. They're like, what'd you say? And he's like, nothing. (laughs) Actually, that's the reason why Thor chopped Thanos' head off in Endgame. He heard him him say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, Because Thor was like, I'm not your dude, guy. (laughs) <laughs> and then Thanos is like you should have aimed for the head my dude <laughs> my dude <laughs> Devin today for the gallows we are talking a very fun subject today dude we are talking my dude, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be a really fun joke going forward uh, we are talking movies that we felt committed crimes now, when we say this, we mean movies that have either been massive disappointments, movies that we think shouldn't have been made, movies that did their themselves injustices, um, just 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 oh, the movies that we felt betrayed by. The word injustice. Yeah, yeah. And I was gonna say you're you're, you're gonna say some things. <laughs> I there. got I got I got lots of things I can bring up. Devin, right now. let's we- just go one by one, dude. Let's go one by one. We'll take turns. What's the first movie that comes to mind that you think committed a crime? Well, just off of what we just brought up, uh, the newest um, Justice League Injustice movie, the animated movie that came out that did not follow. It was adapted off of the video games and Justice one and two, and it did not follow the uh, the story pretty much at all. Besides, like a couple things. I didn't right? watch it. I heard it's actually pretty fun. That's no, wild. It, OK, if you've played the games. You will be mad. No, I mean, I played the game. I didn't realize the games even had a fucking storyline, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, like, uh, dude, Injustice like 2 a, can- is probably... a canon storyline. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, okay. Injustice 2 has a great storyline. Great. That follows up perfectly off of Injustice 1. Uh, the First of all, the movie has different characters involved, which, of course, sure. You know, it's not like it's not. Okay. No, 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 no. It still, it still has like your core. You know, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Sure. You know, shit like okay. that. Okay. But it brings in different characters than other characters because the, it's it's kind of like almost like a Suicide Squad thing where there's like Suicide Squad members and uh, half of Justice League members and like other things like mixed together. Uh, okay. You know, because it, it's it's really like. All of a sudden, half the villains are good and half the Justice League are bad type of deal, right? That's oh, oh god, yeah. (laughs) I don't like that already. Because we're talking about an evil Superman story. That's what it is. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Read, read, read says arrow. Is that, is that like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, no, that, that part made me mad. I, I can't say yeah. a lot without like, but like, I, as, as someone who played the games and the Injustice story was actually coveted as a very, very good DC Justice League story, you know, okay. with high praise, and then seeing what they did with the animated movie and me also holding DC animation to high praise because it's usually excellent, I was very disappointed with it. And they should have just done it with the original storyline in movie format. That's kind of a bummer. Like I said, I, I, I saw a lot of people like talk about like say that they thought it was a little bit fun. And like hearing that, that's that's a guy. I'm going to look up the uh, the uh, the score here real quick. OK, sure, sure. <laughs> look up, look up that tomato meter. Got to get that tomato meter. Give, give me, give me the, the give me the audience score. Out of 10. I got a six out of ten. Okay, and that's tomato score. Or no, this is I am DB. Oh, IMDb. okay, okay, all right, all right. So yeah, yeah, find, find find the Metacritic. What's the Metacritic on that? Yeah. And and I'm gonna look up the Metacritic for the game now. Oh, well, I know the Metacritic for the game is gonna be a different story, but like, because that, that that's that I know that game that game has some has some love. It's got some love. It's got a good old. Cool it's format. got an eighty-seven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that game got some love. That's that's for damn yeah. sure. And uh, let's let's look up the tomato meter. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, y'all. What do you got? Uh, do you got? That's do it. Got? got a sixty percent tomato score and a thirty-eight percent audience score. Ouch! <laughs> Ouch, dog. That's. Oh, I rough. feel like I am very valid in my feelings here. Oh no, no, no! Sure, I'm. I'm not sitting here trying to invalidate you. I'm just saying it's it's crazy. Oh, it's crazy, dude. It's, it's wild. That's wild. Yeah. Um, so like maybe you saw some people who liked it, which are rare in that case. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, dude. Maybe that's that's fucking odd. That's odd. Yeah. Um, it's it's just because like they did Justice League Dark before that, mm-hmm. part one and two mm-hmm. with Constantine and everything it was fantastic it was great and yeah. then to release that pile of trash afterwards and just you know follow in suit with what warner brothers has been doing to the justice league ip in the live action sense i was just like god damn man is there no hope anymore <laughs> reed says you said the score for the movie now please ignore that i thought you were gonna play the soundtrack <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> One, we don't want to get fucking flagged on Twitch for playing licensed music. But two, yeah. that's just unnecessary. You guys don't need that. You guys don't need that. Yeah. So, Devin, yeah. my first uh, cr- crime committing movie, my first criminal movie mm-hmm. is going to be one <laughs> Transformers The Last Night. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Because this it's- movie even though it had the legendary Stanley Tucci in it. Okay, the legendary. We all love us some Stanley Tucci, okay? He fucking kills it. Um, I was a cop in Boston. <laughs> I was, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a be, I'm on the beat. I'm a peacock. You got to let me fly. Um, <laughs> hey, Optimus, I found a Transformer. <laughs> God damn it. Um, this movie was such bullshit. This movie was bullshit, dude. The fact that the last night was Mark Wahlberg. Spoilers, uh, if you give a fuck, I guess. The fact that Mark Wal that Marky Mark 
was the last night. And the last night wasn't some fucking cool transformer that like was going to save the fucking day was horseshit. It was horseshit. You're telling me they made that important. You're telling me <laughs> that Mark Wahlberg was Assassin's Creed related to a night of the round table. And that made sense for the transformers. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. So, so this movie in particular is the movie that made me realize that I hate Mark Wahlberg. I mean, I don't hate him. Like, I like, I, I think, I think there's movies he's good at. No, he like, needs to stay in his bag and just do shit like the other guys and Daddy's home and whatever. He, he is, he is very good in uh, Lone Survivor. That's like honestly like one of my favorite military movies ever. Okay, um, okay. He, yeah, he nails it in that movie. I just think any movie that like that is not like. Any movie that's not serious enough is not going to be like good for him. He he he's good at doing comedies, yes. right? And yeah. and military esque movies like yeah. Shooter. Shooter was a good one too. Yes, that was very a good much one. so. Very much so. Um, but he should not be solely in our job. <laughs> No, he and dog. <laughs> no, he shouldn't. He should have not been in the Transformers movies, dude. It was just bad, dude. It was just bad, dude. <laughs> I like. I can't. I Ugh. can't. Anyways, Devin, what's your next one? Oh boy, you're gonna hate me. Am I? Army of the Dead. Oh, go fuck yourself. The movie wasn't that bad. No, 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 no. <laughs> it, it, it had like no continuity with it with itself. Like it had things coming up randomly throughout the movie with no explanation to the fact like the whole like, oh, my God, why, why are their heads like electrically frying out when they get shot in the head? Now, you know, there was no continuity behind that. Um, the storyline I could have done without the whole uh, daddy daughter bullshit that did not matter for what was happening at hand, of course, because the acting was played out very poorly. Um, sure. I, sure. I think Dave Bautista was trying too hard to be uh, Dwayne, the rock Johnson in this movie. Um, sure. Okay. And uh, I, I just didn't need it. Army of thieves was great. Like, they should have just done that movie, honestly. And but Army of the Dead, it, it, it was a snooze fest for me, especially when it comes into terms of zombie movies. Even yeah. even zombie movies that don't take themselves seriously, like Zombieland. It doesn't. Uh, well, even I mean, Zombieland was purposely a comedy, though. They were intending it to be a comedy. I know. Army of the Dead wasn't trying to be a comedy. It was trying to be campy. There's a difference, Devin. It's terrible. It's just terrible say you movie. don't like campy movies. You know no, what I mean? I just, like, I just need Zack Snyder and his wife to split up so his, so they can stop making terrible <laughs> movies together they, and they can they... have an artistic art style. Okay. When we found out she was the producer, that was one of the funniest moments of good crack in history, dude. That was I, so good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I just like I I can't anymore. Like I I have not liked a Zack Snyder production in forever. And let me tell you, I turned on 300 not too long ago. And that Don't movie act does not hold up. I'm sorry. It doesn't. 
great for the time. I do want to say that. Great for the time. I, I'm, look, I'm, look. I'm about to end this podcast, motherfucker. Look, what about I, 300 look. does not hold up, Devin? It's just cringy, man. It's just got cringy. How is it cringy? It's about the fucking but battle I'm not for Monopoly. <laughs> I'm not talking about 300 right now. I'm talking about Army you of the Dead. Fucker. And specifically, I'm talking about Zack Snyder's productions. Like, what the fuck happened over the last decade, dude? Like, you used to be a coveted director with a coveted art style, right? And it's just like... He's trying to be so serious to the point where things seem like they're supposed to be campy. You know what I mean? And it's just not it. Like, it's well, just not I mean, it. Army that was supposed to be campy. But was it, though? Yes. Was it? He literally goes on record to say that. He literally but says did that. did we need that? No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We didn't need that. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I will give you that. I go. Yeah. I, I feel. Uh, you know what? You're my next. You're my next one. I, I feel betrayed by you for saying 300 doesn't hold up. You okay. motherfucker. You know, here, here's one thing to say. If you remember going up to Army of the Dead, I was stoked about that movie. What? 300? Or Army of the Dead? I'm not. I'm talking about Army of the Dead. Oh, OK. OK. And, and in the in the reference of 300. It's just not the same nowadays that it was back then. And if you heard what I said, it was great for its time. It's great now. Said. That's my point. It's great now. It's still good. It's, it's okay. No, it's still good. It's still good. You're you're telling me. You're telling me. You got to the scene. You got to the now. Listen, I can understand that this is Sparta part because that that shit got bled out dry by movies that were spoofing 300. I get that, but you're telling me. That you didn't get to the first battle scene where they go shields up and he and they and they say put down your weapons and fucking Leonidas, King Leonidas, that is Gerard Butler says, come and get them. And you didn't get a fucking hard on. You're telling us <laughs> now. Now, look, 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 I didn't say 300 committed a crime here. OK, I'm talking about Zack Snyder's production specifically. So good it's like he it's, so good it's like he's carrying over. That that campiness right into everything moving forward when he needs to learn how to adapt and evolve it and make it better. Right. Yeah, because sure. he's making it worse. Sure. Sure. Let's catch up with a read in the chat really quick. Uh, mm -hmm. Said Assassin's Creed. The movie is an honorable mention. I don't know if I can agree with that. I, I kind of liked it. It was it was more snoozy than I wanted it to be because there's just not a lot that happens. Hi, Esco. We love you. Hi. Hello. Hey, um, I'm wearing a red hat, Esco. You are. You are doing it. You are. Not doing a black that. one. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, like, Assassin's Creed, I can understand why people didn't like it, because they really did not like it. Uh, thank you, Esco. Thank you. <laughs> I like my Peaky Blinders hat, too. Thank you. It's the only thing that makes me look official in any capacity, besides just, like, my regular hair when I have a haircut. No. Um, but I can understand why people didn't like Assassin's Creed. I, uh, so, so I'm, I, that is a movie that I actually did enjoy. And I enjoyed in it. Part I, I was okay Because with it. Yeah. I, I really like Michael Fassbender, like, a lot. Fucking <laughs> acting god, dude. He's so good. Yeah. Uh, Reed also says, I thought you were talking about Army of Darkness or Evil Dead 3. I was about to throw hands. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely, absolutely not. not. Uh, uh, Ernell and I, we hold the Evil Dead series close to our hearts. Okay? Yes, very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Now, Reed, if you try to sit here and tell me that the Evil Dead remake that 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 happened was not good, then I'll start fighting. I'll start fighting. Oh yeah, right? I will that's fight. A fucking you. good movie. And and a fucking and good it's, horror movie. It's a remake, but it's a continuation. 
Yeah, I, I forgot the official terminology for it. It's like, 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 because it's not quite a soft reboot. reboot. It's it's technically, like soft. yeah, like soft yeah. reboot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was it as good? No, but it was good. I mean, like, I can't say it was as good because they're just like two completely different movies, right? Like, yeah. like Evil Evil Dead Three was the up uh, the epitome of campy as fuck. Like that was like yeah. when campy was camp and it was good and it was solid. And that's what we wanted. Evil Dead, like soft reboot is actually just a horror movie and like and they yeah. nailed it they fucking nailed it but uh my next crime movie uh just mm -hmm. to catch you up Esco, and anybody at home that just came in uh uh we're talking about movies that we felt were criminal <laughs> that that did injustice in this world um and my next one is going to be <laughs> the latest fantastic four movie Oh yeah, because I actually, <laughs> I actually just finally watched it like four or five months ago, and I, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Are you Michael fucking kidding me? <laughs> I like you, motherfucker! You motherfuckers made this movie. Like, listen, the original Fantastic Four movies were not good." Okay, they were not good. They, they were, were enjoyable, though. They were ambitious. They were trying. It was at a time when superhero movies were not what they are now. I understand the play, the the the, the spot, the, the the thing that they did in history. I get that. I get that. But this new one was genuinely bad. It was gen in a in a world where at that time we've had superhero movies. Iron Man came out already, Devin. Thor came out already. Captain America, Avengers had come out at this point. Did and Avengers come out at that? Point? I think so. I think so. Let's find out. Fantastic. I I, I got it. I got it. You got it here. I'll, I'll look up Avengers release date here. Release date just to be sure. Okay, May fourth, twenty twelve. So when does Fantastic Four come out? August seventh, twenty fifteen. <laughs> Avengers. And there was even there was even more. There was even <laughs> there more. Was even more. <laughs> the Avengers had been released. One of the best superhero movies of all time had come out, and they still gave us this piece of fucking shit. Are you kidding? That was was Victor Von Doom. That's who you gave us for Von Doom. Oh my I God. cannot. I cannot <laughs> believe it. I cannot fucking believe it, dude. And it had so much potential. That's so much potential. I saw the cast. That I was a great like, cast. They could it do just it. Was not executed executed correctly, and the writing was fucking shit. I just, and the I costume cannot, design cannot, was shit. I could not <laughs> fucking believe it, dude. I cannot believe it. Anyways. And the whole movie was like gray and blue. I know the blue hue. The entire movie. Yeah. I was like, why is everything so fucking blue? Like, trying it's to like match fucking their outfits. Zack Snyder was doing this. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know, uh, I looked it up and I, I just I just for the audience, just to validate this opinion, it's Metacritic is 27% and it has a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. 9%. What's the audience score? What's the audience? Uh, let's score? let's find out. Let's find out. Let's find out. I, I gotta click on it. I was eight 9% tomato meter, 18% audience score. Jesus Christ. Esco says, mines as beautiful creatures. I read them all in high school. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, that one is so bad for why. Yeah, Fantastic Four. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible, terrible. Oh, my God. Devin, what is your next criminal movie? Ooh. 
Malignant. Really? That's going to make it to the top of your list of historically criminal movies was Malignant? Okay, 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 okay. Because listen, I can see the argument. I can see the argument. I can't. But there's been worse movies, my guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There has been worse. Uh, My brain. My brain is like worse movies just flowing through my mind. Um, I am going to go with. Oh, God. It's so bad I even forgot the name um, of of like it has a, like a sub name to the name. You know what I mean? Uh, where is it? Where is sub it? name to the name. Sub name to the name. It's, it's not Halo un- Forward Unto Dawn. It's the other one. God, what was the other one called? Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? When they were uh, when it was just the Marines stranded on the rock dealing with the flood. Oh, Nightfall. I didn't, I didn't watch it. Nightfall. Oh, okay. Halo Nightfall. Talk about a disservice to anybody who is a fan of the series. All right. Oof. Oof. Yeah, it is Oof. just the most like. It is it, it's it's all in one area. It's all on a fucking rock, right? There's like no covenant in it. There's there's like no Spartans. There's nothing like that. It's it's literally just the popcorn flood and a couple of the the like zombie flood because a couple characters get their bodies overtaken. Sure. And um, it's not as scary as uh, as as like the flood actually are. If that makes any sense. They like don't portray like how horrifying meeting the flood for the first time was. Yeah. Yeah. Which is disappointing and because that I remember playing that when I think when when Halo came out when I was fourteen two thousand like two thousand was it really yes yeah, two it was an Xbox original Xbox I don't think it was quite two thousand do you want to fact check that for me real quick here actually yeah 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 I, I want to say it was two thousand two was I was I twelve years old when the Xbox came out I feel like I was more like I mean maybe maybe. Uh, 2001, November 15th, 2011 years. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was nine. I was Jesus nine years old Christ. when that game came out. Esco, I'm eating yep. buffalo chicken pizza, but listening, <laughs> listening, hands messy, no typing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, love you, Esco. Anyway, it, it's just that movie was so bad. It's forgettable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking disappointing, dude. That's fucking disappointing. Especially as a disservice to the Halo community, you know, because of how successful that that franchise has been and i just want to point out that movie came out in 2015 the same year as fantastic four what the fuck were filmmakers doing that year (laughs) that's true that's true i mean like listen a lot of things were wrong back then okay a lot of things were going wrong back then including my next criminal movie Devin, have you heard of a little movie a little a little movie that came out that might that might have made you feel some kind of way it was a hit movie made by a very, very pivotal, seminal director known as M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, I know exactly what movie you're bringing up. And M. Night, my good sir, had created a movie based on a previous franchise known as The Last Airbender. <laughs> How dare he? <laughs> How dare he create this movie the way he created this movie? 
Oh my god. I can, legitimately, I've never even watched that movie. I I sat down with my buddy. I, I was in high school when this came out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We sat down in the theater. My my friend worked at the movie theater, so thank God we we didn't even have to pay for this, right? You know. We sat down. Sure, sure. We get 10, 15 minutes in because we're we're big fans of Avatar, The Last Airbender. We get about 15 minutes in. We look at each other very audibly in in the crowd and we go, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like Ong was a little white boy. They made we got a- up and left. <laughs> I, d- I haven't seen anything. I think the last thing I remember is the terrible earth bending that they had mm-hmm. in the beginning of that movie. And that's when I left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I don't honestly, I don't even think there's anything I really need to add. This movie did the world an injustice by existing like period. Like, like this movie hurt us. It actually did more damage to movie fans, to air airbender fans than, than it did any good. At all. It was actually, mm-hmm. they paid money to hurt our feelings, is what they did. That's what they fucking did with that movie. I don't even, there's nothing else I even need to add to that. The yeah. last airbender, crime. Crime, yep. crime. I think I have one more to share. <laughs> yes, let's so. do one more round. One more round, then we'll end off here. Real, yep, real quick yep. before you go, though, Reed says, Boy, we live in a worldwide pandemic. A lot of stuff has happened the last, <laughs> last two years. 2015 films have no excuse. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Devin. I think this is the same time frame, too. What, Airbender? Airbender was yeah. two, uh, 2010? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, around the same time as Airbender, as I want to say. Okay, sure, 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 sure. Last A one. movie that people did ask for, but ended up going so poorly... I had the same effect and walked out within 15 minutes. Oh, I, I think I know what you're going to say. What are you going to say? Say it. Say it. Dragon Ball Evolution. Yep. Oh, God. What the <laughs> fuck were they doing to that movie? Why did they make that movie? Dude. But here's the thing. People wanted live action Dragon Ball. I know they did. And it was done oh, terribly. God. Oh, God, dude. I could not fucking like, believe that they did terribly. us that dirty. Another movie. I don't even remember what made me walk out. All as I know is I walked out because I was like, this ain't fucking Dragon Ball. And I left. <laughs> Got a <laughs> refund right away. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Dude, I just, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe how bad that movie was. I really tried, dude. Me me and uh, 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 Wolfie that we have, we played, we played out. Uh, outriders with them a little bit like when when that first came out him and i went to go see it and we tried dude we really really did we fucking tried um <laughs> esco i didn't even bother watching that movie saved myself a headache yep read the live action western made movies out of cartoons or anime with a focus on asian culture are always bad it's it's wild because it's like it had potential to like to be something when we found out that it was going to exist because we were like, Oh dude, Holy fuck. They're actually going to do it. And then I saw the casting. I was like, why is he Goku? (laughs) And, and suddenly it was like, it was, it was like cultural appropriation just woke up inside of me. I was like, that doesn't seem right. (laughs) That doesn't feel right. Like that's weird. Why would they do that to us? Um, and they fucking, 
They fucking gave us that, my dude. They gave us that. Remember Chi-Chi in that movie? Yeah. I don't. That's the thing. I don't remember <laughs> shit from that movie. I have blocked everything out of existence of my mind Oof. that is related to that movie. Besides that stupid fucking haircut they tried to pull off, says Goku. <laughs> the, that know, Yamchi dude. looking motherfucker. <laughs> the, just, just the fucking <laughs> terrible terrible wigs they had in that movie and like mm. <laughs> like why did they do that to us Devin why did they yeah. do that to us I don't understand dude anyways the the last movie I want to bring up here um, is actually going to be a movie that I think could potentially garner me a little bit of hate because I feel like there's some people that loved this movie that loved the way that they handled it I personally did not. I personally felt it could have been a million, million, million times better, Devin. And this movie is actually a video game adaptation movie, like one that you picked, okay? Why did they do that in Silent Hill? Why did they do that in Silent Hill? They, mm. Did they not learn from Resident Evil? Did they not learn mm. in Resident Evil? Why was Sean Bean in Silent Hill? <laughs> like, like, so he could die. Again. So he could die. They were like, listen, you die in everything. And he was like, oh, I do, I do. <laughs> so, like, well, hey, no exception here, right? And he's like, mm, no, yeah. you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, like, oh, yeah, one and done. Let's go. <clears throat> he, he, Sean Bean just likes to have one night stands with movies and franchises. It's true. It's true. He does. He does. The The thing that disappoints me most about this movie <clears throat> is that the story of Silent Hill has so much potential to make for an actually really good fucking horror movie. Just, just like come the concept of an entire town being burnt to the ground mm -hmm. and then the spirits of that town are still dwelling in that town to the point where you mm -hmm. can be transported to another haunted fucking universe while traversing this fucking town of Silent Hill. Like it's a horror, it's a horrifying fucking story. And this movie, they had maybe two scary parts. Maybe. I I will say the second one was actually better. This is like one of the rare cases where the sequel was better than the original. Well, and I think the sequel actually got a worse score than the first. I thought it was better because it definitely had the scarier parts. Like it had the uh the nurses who like went off yeah. of like movement and sound. It had pyramid head multiple times. It had like a lot of other creatures and zombies well, the, and stuff like that. The the second one was actually more based on the games than the first mm -hmm. one was because the second one actually has a character from the games. Yep. Whereas in yep. the first one, they took the story of the second game and tried turning it into a fucking movie. Mm -hmm. Like I <laughs> uh, read Silent Hill wasn't terrible and evil, but it wasn't good. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, Esco, I didn't know who Sean Bean was, and I only know him from Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings. Listen, that's the only thing any of us know Sean Bean from, because he just keeps dying in movies. Uh, Surreal, what's up, bitches, bros, and non-binary hoes? We love you, Surreal. We love you. Um, and, and welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, we actually are just finishing off here uh, in a second. But, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> our general consensus here, um, movies, please fucking get it together. And there, and there are a lot more that we could bring up. Oh, there's a lot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, the, the Hobbit. The, okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold the on. The three hold armies. On. The three hold armies on. specifically. Hold on. The Hobbit was bad. 
I don't know if it was criminal bad. Some would disagree. I would. Compared I totally to understand the Lord that. of the Rings trilogy. It I is mean, criminal that's to like, the Lord of the Rings. That's yeah, like <laughs> that's what I want to say though. Yeah, sure, it's sure, still sure, Peter sure, sure. Jackson. It's still Peter Jackson. Still same universe. Not good. <laughs> sure, sure. Compared to Lord of the Rings, I mean that's a hard. That's a hard fucking you know thing to get through. Well, you know, Lord I mean, of the Rings. Like, um, excellent. I mean the fucking Sam Raimi Spider Man movies. I would argue are criminal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Spider Man Two, fucking fantastic. Spider Man Three, ass, big fat ass, ass dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ernell, you look so cute in that fedora. It's not a fedora. First off, <laughs> first off, I'm gonna say that every time he wears that hat. First now. off, not a fedora. I do have a fedora. If you want to see me wear it, it's not a fedora. Um, <laughs> oh, nice fedora, Reed, there, Reed, shut the fuck up. I'm actually fucking in the stream. With which one, Reed? With which run? Sam Raimi did his best. No, listen, I was being a little bit cheeky. About what, that. One I was and being two facetious. are great. One I, and what, two are great. What I will, what I will say, that those those movies did did w- those movies crawled so that Marvel could run. Now, you know what I mean. Like, if it was not for those movies, we would not have. It's true. What we have. It's true. If it wasn't for yeah. Sam Raimi, Spider Man, and Blade, those, those, and also the first X Men movie too. Yes. Also, yep. also another one. Also another one. Actually, Not Fantastic Four though. <laughs> Days of Future Past might, might be part of this conversation too. Oh, I I agree with that. And X Men First Class. More so X Men First Class. Actually, you're right. You're onto something. You're onto something. Yeah. Read yeah. Spider Man Three was bad until you watch the whole the whole trilogy as a comedy. See, when you when you're looking at it as like, did this age well? Obviously, yeah, it's going to be more fun because you're like, okay, we're going to go into Spider-Man 3. It's going to be a fucking train wreck. Let's laugh at it, right? Like, that's yeah. a whole different fucking story. Don't, when, don't give Ernell any ammunition to say that Army of the Dead is good, Reed. Please. <laughs> Joke's on you, it was. Joke's no, on it's you, not. Let's go, baby. Let's fucking go. Yeah, Spider-Man 3, surreal. Spider-Man 3. Anyways, guys, let's take a look over... At fact check here, since we're winding things down, uh, we have one of the one that Devin put in for us earlier. Uh, the Wii had 101.63 million lifetime sales, and the Wii U had uh, 13.56 million lifetime sales. Yes, of course, of course. My point being was that the PlayStation 5 still impressive that they beat the lifetime sales of any console. Realistically, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean. But like we we've seen that a lot. Like the of course the Sega Genesis, Atari, SNES, regular Nintendo, all that all that stuff's getting beat out modern modern days because it's like especially over the last couple of years the amount of gamers have tripled. Yeah, no, know? of course, of course. But I mean, like the yeah. Wii U isn't so far away uh, compared to the Atari. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's like... I just I just it to <laughs> me I thought it was funny because it is notably known as like one of quote unquote Nintendo's fuck ups. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. like I didn't even know the Wii U was out like coming out till it was already out. And I was like, is this just an iteration on the Wii? No, it was supposed to be a whole nother fucking console. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is which is funny too because what I'm noticing is that like it was a fuck up at the time. But there's I'm actually finding a lot of people now like actually enjoyed it. Which is kind well, of there's, fucking weird, right? Like Yeah. Well, there's a reason why they're re-releasing all the games on Switch. Like, you saw that with Mario Kart 8. You saw that with um, freaking Super Smash Brothers and, like, a lot of other stuff. 
fucking surreal esco is that not a fedora what is it? it's called a golf cap it's a golf cap i call it the taxi cab driver hat that's what i call it okay it's There's a fedora a, it's not a fedora a fedora is the one that has the rim all the way around and you say yeah sure i, I like don't the, care it's a fedora oh get the fuck out our schedule for this week on tuesday <laughs> I'm going to wear a fucking golf golf cap for you guys again just to piss y'all off. On His, Tuesday. Uh, fedora. <laughs> on Tuesday, we have another good cracking podcast. We're going to be doing our Dying Light 2 impressions. While wearing a fedora. Scene. While wearing a fedora. There you go. There you go. Uh, alongside the nerdy news that you guys know and love. Uh, on Wednesday. <laughs> hold on. Let's go. It's a Peaky Blinders cap. I Googled it. <laughs> Sorry, this pizza is busting. Oh, man, I love you Did guys. Did you see a video on Facebook that gave you all your information, too, so now you swear and live by it and create a whole cult <laughs> off of it now? Reed. <laughs> Thank you, Reed. First of all, uh, fedora is how it's spelled. And second is not a fedora. See, there you go. There you go. Reed, don't go. pander to him. Don't give him ammunition. No, fuck off. Fuck off. All right. Thank you, Reed. Thank you. On Wednesday, we have another splash damage. We are, in fact, playing Dying Light 2 again because this game's fucking fun. You guys are going to come in and enjoy it with us. We've been having a damn good time. It's been a lot of fucking fun. Uh, Thursday, we have another Shipwreck Show live recording. If you want to be a part of that, Devin, hit him with the link in chat. Uh, join oh, us absolutely. at patreon.com slash goodcrackenshow. Uh, if you want to be a part of watching that later on um on on later today no 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 read next thursday next thursday um uh friday next friday we have our very first official seventh brevin stream let's go baby let's go yeah baby. yeah let's uh, go yeah um i'm gonna be playing crossfire x it is going to be a new first party title to the xbox ecosystem on game pass uh the campaign is actually made by remedy the same developers behind alan wake and control so i'm pretty excited to see where this one goes there you go there you go read wait for for dying light no, yeah dying, dying light's gonna be on wednesday we're gonna be playing more dying light on wednesday um surreal the last of us we're actually gonna have devin get to the last couple of hours so like how we did with horizon we're gonna have devin get to the last couple of hours of the last of us and then we'll have devin stream the finale of the mm. last of us for you guys and, uh, and so. i'll be honest with you surreal that probably won't be till about march-ish because yeah. we have a very busy schedule this month very busy schedule oh. and it is surprisingly a bit of a lengthy first player game um, it's, it's about, it's about 40 hours and Devin, Devin's, Devin's got other stuff to play too. So, uh, Reed, so he, yeah. So how was, uh, the crying after last of us two, dude, all of us, all of us cry for last of us two. I'll tell any of that. I dude. haven't finished it yet. I haven't finished it. So yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there next Saturday. We will be doing another good cracking podcast. And our headlining segment is our book of Boba Fett review. The final episode oh, is next week. So hype I'm on so this fucking right now. It's it, like, so like honestly, this this show has like, <laughs> like these last couple episodes have entered like top tier Star Wars content ever, ever. Historically speaking, ever. So fucking good. I'm so excited for it, dude. Guys, please let us know at home what movies you think were committing crimes historically. We want to hear from you guys some of your least favorite fucking movies ever. Period ever let us know in the comments below let us know on twitter let us know on discord we want to hear 
from you guys. Until then, my friends, this has been the Good Kraken Podcast. Your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you want to hear. Live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. right here at twitch.tv slash Show. If you enjoyed the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Show, where you can submit questions and topics to the show. You can get exclusive post-show content and you have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea you can also support us by going to our youtube channel by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching good kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there Um, we're not gonna do a post show because goddamn we are making a habit of running fucking late but until next time my friends be good to each other